To commemorate Father's Day this Sunday, we got a few men to talk about the meaning of fatherhood and share their views on what being a father means to them. In today's podcast, two of our guests have had this title for many years, while for the other two, it's something they really look forward to. As we celebrate those who embrace the title of father, let's pause and reflect on what it really takes to be a father. I'm your host, Mutave Mutemi. As a first-time dad, this is really interesting. This is really something I look forward to. This is something I can't imagine how it's going to be. I'm so excited about this. I can't wait. I can't wait to share it with the world. I can't wait to hold my son. Watching his bath and holding him immediately after, then seeing his resemblance to me, that really took the wind out of me. That's the one thing I will never forget. It was an exercise that I used to do with my dad where he'd be randomly asking questions like, Estonia, and I'd be like, Tallinn. You know, and that is one of the things which like top of mind come to me about like my childhood. Every every now and then I like asking my son whether he's happy, uh, whether he's okay, just so that I can try and understand uh, what exactly is going on with him. If you are in your 20s, 30s or even early 40s, then your role as a father today has changed quite a bit. Traditionally, the role of a father had been seen as that of a provider and not so much of a nurturer. That was more of the mother's role. But today, there are many men out there who love being the breadwinner just as much as they love bath time or playtime after a hectic day at work. Because for them, that's where the real joy of fatherhood is. Uh, my name is Alan Gitau. I'm 28 years old. I always wanted to be a dad. I just didn't know it would come so early on in, in my life. I'm a father of two kids, uh, a son who's four years old and a daughter who's nine months. My name is Keith Kirimi. I work in the brand experience department at Safaricom. I'm a father of one. Nathaniel turns three in October. When I found out I was going to be a dad, I was beyond happy because we had been trying for a while. Then a few minutes later, it turned into shock when I realized I had no idea how to be a dad. First time I found out I was going to be a dad, I won't lie, I was scared. We were both not prepared to be parents at that time. Um, my wife was still in campus. She was about to complete her fourth year. And I had recently just graduated. No job, no prospects of any financial income. So yeah, it, I, was, I was scared. I won't lie, I didn't know what to do. But thank God we got through that. Being a father is more than just a name. It takes more than a title, it takes work, it takes time, and it takes effort. So what are some of the joys you guys have experienced as fathers? The most surprising thing about being a dad for me was when I went to the hospital the next day after his bath. He had difficulty breathing at bath and had to spend his first night in the nursery on an oxygen machine. As I looked at him through the glass, it forcefully dawned on me that this little person is my son and that he wholly and completely relies on me and his mom just to survive. Once you realize this, you get a fierce determination in your gut that they will not only survive, but you will help them thrive. My fondest memory with them uh, is when my son met my daughter for the first time. He was all over the place, shouting, screaming. Um, he was so excited to see her. And she was just there lying on the bed wondering, <laughs> what the hell was going on? Yeah, that, that was quite a moment. While Keith and Alan reminisce on some of the best memories they have shared with their children, 
Barry and Don are looking forward to creating their own. Hi, my name is Baraza. Being in my early 30s and environment-wise, seeing some of my closest friends settling down and having their first kids and also just being at a place whereby my wants and needs in life uh, keep evolving and changing. I feel like I'd like to be a dad one day to multiple children, but then also that also does not depend on me, depends on whoever I meet one day and what we agree on. Hi, my name is Don Kogai. I'm about to become a father soon. In about four months, I'll be holding my bundle of joy. When I met my wife, uh, I think in 2016, I knew she was the one. I wanted to, to settle down, start a family, you know, build something up, you know, raise kids since we got married two years ago. We said a few things that we wanted to do. We wanted to build a house, we wanted to buy a car, um, then we also wanted to have a baby. Just like with many men out there, the idea of what fatherhood is comes from your own experience with your father or your father figure. So guys, how would you describe your fathers and what is one of your fondest memories together? My dad was an awesome person growing up. He was always there. I, actually, all my childhood memories have him somewhere in the background like he was always there which was a blessing for me it's something that I'll never take for granted and I feel like most of my parenting is going to come from from just who he was for me as a dad um my best childhood memory with him would be when I was in primary school uh, tattoos had just started becoming a thing so I had this felt pen from class and I just started drawing things on my hands um, thinking I was cool and stuff so I um, went home my dad came home and saw me with this weird looking art on my body and he was just like yo no stop I don't want to see that again I don't even want you to think of even ever getting a tattoo. But yeah, we later on talked about it and it's like, you know, if you're going to get a tattoo, you better get the real thing, not drawing yourself some weird looking shapes on your hands and thinking you're so cool. <laughs> I would describe my dad as a man's man, plain and simple. I don't know how else to to explain that. My best childhood memory of my father is the way he would complain about things not going his way in an undertone that was only meant to express his displeasure without necessarily annoying my mother. I grew up in a home where eating vegetables was considered a sign of poverty by my father. So whenever he'd come home and find that there was no meat for lunch or dinner, you'd always hear him fighting with the hot pots and the sufurias, asking, Kwani si kuwacha pesa ya nyama? <laughs> But today at the age of 63, he eats more vegetables than a vegetarian. My favorite childhood memory with my dad is probably doing the nation crossword puzzles with him, you know. And it gave me a sense of confidence and built up my intelligence that we were able to do the activity with him. And I remember very well an exercise whereby when I was eight years old, this is probably 1995, for some reason I was able to name the capital cities of 90% of the countries in the world. And it was an exercise that I used to do with my dad where he'd be randomly asking questions like, Estonia, and I'll be like, Tallinn, you know, and that is one of the things which like top of mind come to me about like my childhood. There's affirmations that I was able to 
get from my dad in intangible ways. I love my father a lot. He's a supportive dad. Uh, we are two brothers, five sisters, and he's managed to, you know, balance his love for all of us. So I really think he's such a caring guy. He's taught us the right way to do. He's taught us to have difficult conversations in school, how to stand up against bullies, how to live forthright. So I really like my dad. Guys, you have some of the sweetest and most heartwarming experiences I've ever heard about. And I'm sure there's a lot you can share about what you learned from these great men. So what are some of the lessons you learned from your fathers? The biggest lesson I've learned from my dad about fatherhood was the value of hard work. He's the most hardworking man I know. He made sure we never lacked, even if it meant breaking his back. We weren't spoiled or anything like that, but we never lacked. In as much as he facilitated like the rules and we were pushed to work hard and we came from a Christian family whereby church was a must and we had rules to adhere to, we were all as kids, all six of us, allowed to be individuals and be ourselves and be able to express ourselves in the best way that we knew. I think the biggest lesson that I learned from him was uh, it's always important to be present as much as you can for those visiting days, for those events, for whatever project your son or daughter is doing. Just make sure you show support. Tell him that you're rooting for him or her. And I think that that is the greatest lesson that I ever learned from my dad. Dr. Gladys Mwiti is a trained clinical psychologist and today she joins us in our conversation about fatherhood. Dr. Mwiti, the men have been very candid in talking about their fathers and the bonds they had with them. So what are your thoughts on the importance of creating a strong relationship with your child? Relationship with children is critical and it is with each child as an individual because they are different. Some of the most wounded men we have today are men who grew up without a relationship with their fathers. They never learned what it meant to be a man, didn't learn how to be a husband, didn't learn how to show their gifts as a man, to grow up male and strong. And so there is a vacuum there and the fathers need to step in quickly and pass legacies to children through presence, not absence. Do you guys feel like this is also important to you as current fathers and future fathers? Um, I think it's important to have a personal relationship with your kids because if you are out of touch with what's going on in their lives, they might feel like they're not a part of you, which might be disappointing for them, especially because they know or they think that you are their first friend. Um, they know that you are always going to be on your, on their team. So it's good to have that personal relationship so that they can feel like, hey, this person actually does root for me. It's extremely important to have a personal relationship with your children. It gives them a sense of purpose and a certain confidence that they can do anything because someone has their back at all times. It's not even a difficult thing to do. All you have to do to establish this is to be present more present for them than you've ever been for anything else. It's good to have a relationship which also becomes a gateway for you to having an emotional connection and able to now discuss real life issues, how people feel about things, which we not maybe experience from the baby boomer parental generation. But it's important now to 
not only what people do but also how people feel because as men especially as men we grow up sometimes like normalizing suppressing our emotions which now end up working against us in the future and i feel like having a relationship with our kids is important for them to learn how to express learn how to share to learn how that failure is not final you know and that success is not everything too bit and that's how i think that having these relationships is just going to ensure that we raise like the next generation of better men and women than even ourselves most dads tend to be the scary parent but i think that should change we should be able to cultivate an environment where your kids are happy to talk to you feel relatable you understand their needs you understand them and for me that is the kind of super dad that uh, i want to be that's the kind of super dad that i saw growing up dr mwiti there are people who have grown up without a father being present in their life for one reason or another what about them what should their reference point for fatherhood be there are many of us who did not have fathers growing up who were brought up maybe by a widowed mother or a single mother who never got married or who was brought up by an uncle but do not feel left out what we encourage people to do just as we've said we need to have lots of conversations about parenting and fatherhood seek out what you don't know there are many books out there these days on parenting seek out friends and then have another older person in your life your uncle a friend older with whom you can hang out from time to time and just share your experiences as a parent there is no secret handbook to being a super dad whether you had great role models to look up to like these guys or you've had several years of experience no one has this thing called fatherhood all figured out you can only be hopeful and determined that you will raise your children in the best way possible. As a first-time dad, this is something I look forward to. This is something I can't imagine it's going to be. I can't wait. I can't wait to share with the world. I can't wait to hold my kid. I can't wait to hold my son. As a dad today, I can't say I've done anything differently in raising my son from the way I was raised myself. However, my mantra for raising my son has been very simple this far. Let kids be kids. Let them splash in the mud and roll in the dirt. Allow them to always be curious. Let them make mistakes. Let them learn. It was a blessing for me. It's something that I never take for granted. And I feel like most of my parenting is going to come from from just who he was uh, for me as a dad. Dr. Muti, as we continue with this conversation of what fatherhood is, and the men have spoken very well, very eloquently on what it means to them. What are your thoughts on the journey of fatherhood? Many of us take a lot of time to take courses in accounting because it's going to help us to be better accountants. Others take courses in IT because you can be the best IT creator. Not enough of us take courses in parenting. And so please have a group of men around you, your friends and talk about parenting. If you belong to a church group, talk about parenting. So none of us has ever gone to school to pass an exam in parenting. Let us learn all we can. Yes, we make mistakes, but encourage each other to keep on keeping on. As the doctor said, it's important to have a group of people you can talk to about your journey as a father because being responsible for someone else, it has its own pressures, happiness, but also fears. Do you guys have any fears about being fathers? 
My biggest fear about being a dad is missing out on the moments that matter. I record and photograph everything we do together. I have a folder with probably 6,500 photos and videos of all the moments in his life since the minute he was born. Uh, now that I think about it, actually, my biggest fear is losing that folder. I can't remember the last time I did a backup. Where's my hard disk? My biggest fear about being a dad is um, being out of touch. I don't want to feel left out of their lives. I want to completely immerse myself in whatever it is that they are going through so that I can be able to guide where I can and support where I can and you know, uh, pray for them where I can. <laughs> for Keith and Alan, becoming a dad has been a transformational experience and Don is about to join them in a couple of weeks. Don, are you scared or what feelings do you have towards becoming a parent? Well, parenting, it's not easy, but I do appreciate the, the warmth that family value brings about. I don't know how, what the future holds. I don't know how it's going to be, the kind of dad I'm going to make. Like they say, ain't no old like parenthood, ain't no old like fatherhood, and I'm looking forward to that. What about you, Barry? Do you have any fears? Because I know you mentioned you want to become a dad someday. My biggest fear about being a dad is, if I'm being vulnerable enough, one of the fears I'm fearing is like dying. You know, dying before my children, it, it must be scary. Like, will you be alive for the next 20, 30 years to make sure that this person that you've brought into the world, their passage into adulthood or into life is as smooth as possible? So sometimes that really scares me that I don't have children, but it really scares me the fact that will you always be there for your children? And I think it's also tied also to the second fear of... Will I be good enough as a dad? You can read all these things. You can say you don't want to make some of the mistakes that you felt that you experienced through your own situations. But will you be able to be like present in the moment and actually just be a good father? But at the same time, it's also like one of the things that motivates me to want to be a dad one day and to, there, to be there to show out and to make sure that my kids have the best dad possible. Keith, being in the event space must come with a lot of challenges because you have to travel a lot for work, particularly over the weekends. Do you think or do you feel that this lockdown period has helped you get back some of those lost moments with your son? I do get time off to replace those missed weekends, but some things you just can't replace. Now, of course, with working from home and no travel every day is practically a weekend, I've learned things about him I hadn't known before. And I've seen him learn and experience new things right in front of my eyes. We've both discovered TikTok, so that's a blast. Alan, from time to time, you actually blog about your journey as a young dad. What inspired you to do that? I feel like fatherhood is a conversation that needs uh, more attention than it's currently being given. As a society, we lose the fatherhood conversation most times and we focus on the mother who's also very integral in society and in family. But I feel like the same energy that we give um, mothers and young mothers, we could also give that to young dads. Dr. Mwiti, what do you think about what Alan just said on the importance of having more conversations about fatherhood? Let's be a brother's keeper. Look out for a man that you work with. This guy seems to be quiet all the time. He seems to be struggling. Don't just say, ah, I don't know what's wrong with Johnny these days. He's become so private. No, have a cup of coffee with him. Call him and say, Johnny, it's how, you know. And he may not tell you the first day. 
But if you keep on as a friend to Johnny, Johnny may one of these days tell you, you know what, it's my son. That guy is a teen and he's a headache to me. He's not settling down in school and whatever. So when we are able to talk about struggles, they become less. You do not have to wait until you go to a therapist, talk it out and encourage others to talk about their issues. And you don't have to be a therapist or a counselor to listen to someone struggling. Just listen. All they want you to do is actually listen. I mean, the guy lost his dad last year. And now as the firstborn, he's carrying his mother, carrying his sisters, and he's so distressed. He cannot be a parent when he's so full of stress. Listen to him and become the shoulder that your brother can lean on. So happy Father's Day. Reach out to another father and become their buddy, their friend, their helper. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers and father figures out there. We hope you loved our topic of conversation today. And thank you for listening to the Safaricom Newsroom podcast. For more interesting stories, visit our website at newsroom.safaricom.co.ke. See you soon.